The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver, and from that time on, he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped in his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Jesus, then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm a person who is very liturgically conscious. I love to follow the flow of the liturgy. And when we come to a day like this in the lectionary, we come to an end of a section. And when you turn the page, it says season of Easter, because you have to go to other places in the lectionary to find Holy Week. Same thing happens in, in the, the, the missal that the priest has at the altar and at the chair. We've come to the end of a section, and now it says Holy Week Triduum begins. It really marks the end of something we've been celebrating and the beginning of something very special and new. I think it's very important for us to be aware of the flow of our liturgy as we celebrate that each day. And today, as we celebrate this Wednesday of Holy Week, Spy Wednesday, because of the intrigue that is taking place in the Gospel, where Judas is about to betray Jesus, we, set, we do kind of celebrate the end of something as we begin to, in the next few days, enter into the most holy time of our church year and celebrate the Triduum. Holy Thursday with the celebrating of the Lord's Supper, the institution of priesthood and Eucharist. Good Friday, the only time in the liturgical season we do not celebrate Mass. It's interesting, when I was in a parish and people would say to me, when's Mass on Good Friday? I said, we don't have Mass on Good Friday. What? I said, no, it's the only time in the liturgical year we don't celebrate Mass. It's kind of an emptiness as we come into the church and there's no Eucharist in the tabernacle 
because the Eucharist that was consecrated on Holy Thursday is reserved somewhere else, not in the church, so that we kind of feel that emptiness and the communion we receive on Good Friday is then taken from that place of reserve, usually in most places in the sacristy where there's a special place for it. And then we even enter into the Easter Vigil with that emptiness. As again, the tabernacle is empty, the church is dark, we're waiting for something to happen. We're waiting for the light to come into the world who has conquered sin and death. And we celebrate that great Easter Vigil. Jesus models a lot for us over the celebration of the Triduum. On Holy Thursday, although we don't do the washing of the feet, unfortunately, this year, as we did not do it last year, he models something very important for us. He, God, the Savior of the world, is washing the feet, basically, of his students, of the disciples, to show a certain humility, to show an act of service to those who he's been teaching for these last three years in his earthly ministry. And he hands that over to us. Every time a priest is ordained, they hear that from the bishop. You have come to serve, not to be served. And that is a message for all Christian people. It's a model that we take from what the Lord does uh, on Holy Thursday at that Last Supper. And then on Good Friday, we see the triumph of the cross. It's a very interesting word we put to that act because triumph is something that we don't normally associate with a violent death. And yet at the triumph of the cross, Jesus' greatest victory is where he won us freedom from sin and the entrance into heaven with him at the end of our lives. And so his victory is on the cross because he was obedient, as we heard in the antiphon at the beginning of Mass today. He was obedient to the will of the Father that he should give up his life for us. Francis calls it the charity of the crucified Christ, his charitableness was to give his life for us. And so, brothers and sisters, we have a lot to really enter into over these next few days as we very, uh, in a very real way, celebrate the Paschal mystery, the suffering, the dying, and the rising of the Lord. It's the center of our Christian lives. We are baptized into the Paschal mystery. We are called to live it each day. We are to find strength and victory in living that Paschal mystery. And so we ask the Lord to help us to enter into these times in a very reflective way, teaching us the meaning of the Paschal mystery for our own Christian lives.